requires or calls for one at some point. Yes. Or points. So you got to reset. And this whole year has been um, unusual. So yes. whatever so we do is going to be unusual. Right. <laughs> but welcome back. Yes. Or welcome back T. Yes. Welcome yes. back to me. Yes. Thank y'all for t- tuning in. Yes. <laughs> After about a month hiatus. Was it? Was it? Maybe it was, was like two months. <laughs> well, let's not speak on the time. It's okay. <laughs> yes, it's been a minute. But we are back, ready to give you another podcast episode because we love to do it. So we're not going to stop till we feel like, you know, because we really like it. I like to get some stuff off my chest. So Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we go deep. Like, was it Janet Jackson who sang the song? We go deep and we don't. But we get sleep. Yeah. Anyways, so this will be episode. I don't know the number, but. Yeah, I didn't look it up before. I want to say 10, but I feel like that's wrong. Mm. I feel like I it's probably say nine. It's nine or 10. Yeah. But either way, we'll, we'll put it on the description. Today is November 18th, mm-hmm. 2020. Just about a week away from, from Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. And um, we're excited to be back. Yes. So. So what are we drinking today? Well, I am drinking my favorite, one of my favorites, I should say, um, Shiraz Wines. I don't know if if I'm saying that right. So forgive me. Mm -hmm. Wine connoisseurs. Mm -hmm. Uh, But jam jar. Mm -hmm. I put a little splash of whiskey in it Mm -hmm. and a little splash of juice. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to call it sangria. First of all, don't call my my drink juice because that's what I'm drinking. Some (laughs) welches. Some sparkling sparkling red grape. (laughs) Put some sparkling red grape in there. And I'm calling it sangria in the glass, okay? Yes, I'm on the non-alcoholic front today. So I'm drinking my welches grape sparkling red red grape great and it's been delicious it is delicious yeah. it has turned my sangria in a glass into <laughs> juice so it's pretty easy to just you know gulp down but i'm too. taking my time yes yes well how was your week who child actually my week has been quite uh uneventful mm-hmm. should i sit down has it yeah you know it's been regular mine has been like pretty chill yeah mm-hmm. i think uh well you know since we last talked of course a lot has happened mm-hmm. and you know uh we had our big event that we usually have about mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago on mm-hmm. the 5th mm-hmm. so i've been in a little bit of a relaxed work mode mm-hmm. uh since that event has taken place yeah and um probably i feel like maybe i've been a little too relaxed though so i've been trying to pick up the pace last week for sure i definitely took a mental break mm-hmm. even though i didn't take pto yeah. so <laughs> If they're not counting, you don't need to count. Right. Mm-hmm. I logged in. Mm-hmm. I answered emails. Yeah. Made some phone calls. Good. But I just didn't do too much. I yeah. didn't go hard. What about you? I've been, I mean, I've been at work this week so far, except for today. Like, I work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But it's been a pretty chill week. Work was great. So, and today I slept to like, <laughs> off and on till 2.50. So, Good it's stuff. been phenomenal. I'm loving my rest right now. I do think that I want to take... Tuesday off. Mm-hmm. So we're having a um, employee annual giving campaign mm-hmm. at um, my job. Mm-hmm. And if the region as a whole reaches 95% participation, because mm-hmm. right now we're not even giving, we're just pledging to give mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. So if a region as a whole reaches 95% uh, 95% mm-hmm. participation, mm-hmm. We will get Wednesday off mm-hmm. in addition to already having Thursday and Friday off for okay, Thanksgiving. So it's like a whole week off. Yeah, right now it's half so a now week. Now that you, I know you're going to be off on Friday, you're going to be here to help me cook. 
me early Mm -hmm. i do have to pick up my best friend since she'll be coming Mm -hmm. um so uh depends on what time she's ready okay but Mm -hmm. you can expect me early but i do have to do my own cooking for friendsgiving so as long as i get it done at least i do it at your house (laughs) do it here um but yeah so i'm hoping Mm -hmm. as a region we we haven't gotten to 95 percent participation yet but i'm like come on guys because we could have wednesday thursday and friday off And then I could take Tuesday PTO oh, and have take PTO a week off. Because in your mind, you already thought it was going to be off. I'm like, well, people don't pledge the way they they need to. I mean, and we could they could pledge any amount. You mm-hmm. could we do it through our payroll. Mm-hmm. So you could do ten dollars. You're not yeah. even going to notice it. Five dollars, okay, yeah. bro, just pledge. Yeah, yeah. Just I hope pledge. they're pushing the campaign. Maybe they are pushing it. it. My colleague, he is very enthusiastic, mm-hmm. and he is pushing it. Good. So the office, I think our office right now. Is probably at less a little somewhere around eighty percent. Mm-hmm. I don't know what twenty four out of thirty six people is, mm-hmm. um, but but we have to, it has to be the region. Okay. So it's like Texas, o- Oklahoma, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and some of these other states. I don't know which ones. Gotcha. <laughs> well, we're gonna move on to our national day because we do that on the podcast structure. So today is National Education Support Day. So support your teachers, support... Is that what that means? I don't know. That's what I figured it means. National Education Support Day. What do you think that means? So, okay. So, you know, I used to work at a school. Yeah. And... I, I wasn't a teacher. Mm-hmm. I worked in the business office, mm-hmm. but technically anything that's not a teacher is there to mm-hmm. support oh, the educators, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, granted, like, I worked in the business office. We did payroll mm-hmm. and HR and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But what if it's, like, the te- the people at the schools that support the teachers? Like so that. administrative staff well, and that kind of stuff. Everybody that works in education, we want to salute you. We want yes. to thank you. Absolutely. And this is your day. If you didn't know, now you know. And, like, in 2020, like, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Because I know educating the children has I been stressful. I don't doing it. At this point, education out. support is also parents. Because mm-hmm. they teachers, too. And grandparents. Now they appreciate teachers way more. Oh, yeah. So you thought your, your child wasn't kids. bad. Exactly. <laughs> you thought the teacher was lying yes. on your child. Your child bad as hell. Now you know. <laughs> you are with them 24-7. No escape, so. Annoying ass kids. Now you find <laughs> You're trying to work from home. Your kid in your face when they should be in their room on that computer. But right. Whatever. We all got to work from home, boy. Exactly. Go do some work. Uh, well, the next one is Mickey Mouse birthday. You know, I want to say happy birthday, but like there are rumors that Walt Disney was anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? can we just preserve it for the, for the youth? All right. Happy birthday, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's still present <laughs> nowadays. We have the whole Disney Channel. We have Disneyland, Disney World. That's true. We can't take that away from the kids. People no. love kids. Love them some Mickey Mouse. Yeah, they still do. So we're going to But are Mickey afraid of mice. Hmm? Why do kids like okay. Mickey Mouse but afraid two, of mice? Two separate things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you made the correlation. He's a mouse. There are mice. Two separate things. <laughs> We are not, no. Let me see a mouse in my, no, 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 I don't even want to You're not going to call him it. Mickey and I invite him in? Girl, I don't even want to speak because that would just freak me out. Two separate things. You can love Mickey Mouse on the TV that talks and do what he does with Minnie. But no, it's not the same thing as a mouse. And I'm still afraid of mice all the time. 
All right. Well, happy birthday, Mickey Mouse. Yes. Still relevant. What is he today. like? One hundred and thirty-two years old. Yeah, but you know, yeah, Mickey's still relevant. You know, and today's National Princess Day. But I'm like, who is actually a princess? That we need a National Princess Day. Uh, like nobody here in America. Well, Meghan Markle's no longer a princess. Well, she was a duchess when she got married. I mean, now that she's married, she's a duchess. So I guess she's not a princess. But if she has a daughter, mm-hmm. her daughter would be a princess. But she only, well, she does live here. She lives in LA, right? Yeah. Okay, so. There are princesses out there. No, not sure. anyone that we care about. I'm sure I never, there's many princesses in somebody's remote, Af- you know, in some, you know, in rural Africa That's or whatever, true. and even Nigeria. And, you know, I'm sure there's princesses and princes and kings and such, but it's just not rampant enough to have a whole. Not to Americans. National Princess Day. But I bet you, like, somewhere in Europe, they're like, hey. Yeah, for go sure. Go get, uh, I can't do a British princess accent. Anne. I was going to try. Prin- go get Princess Anne. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that applies to her, but not so much here in America because we don't have that monarchy system. Well, 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 we are moving on to honorary mentions. Mm-hmm. So, for our honorary mentions today, first off, we want to recognize, acknowledge, and thank all the scientists involved in making the coronavirus vaccine. Yes. The news has put out there that there are two vaccines that have been very effective against the coronavirus right now. One made by Pfizer, one mm-hmm. made, by, made by Moderna. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I've like the modern, news. but with an A. Moderna. Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, we know that ever since this this, uh, this virus showed mm-hmm. up, people have been scrambling to find something to do about it. Yes. Some way to counteract what's happening. Mm-hmm. So you know, big shout out to all the scientists and mm-hmm. the doctors and who all even the subjects mm-hmm. that are a part of the testing. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all because because yes. that's bravery to be like I want to yeah. be first in line to be tested on. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know you didn't paid, but no, no, like I to feel be like the first. If I'm getting, if I'm testing a vaccine, I'm getting hives. <laughs> you're yeah, like rashes. pretty much a guinea pig, <laughs> right? So you don't know what you're getting. You're just trusting your faith in this scientists that they have your best interest and that they're doing the best that they can. Right. So, but. I'm just so grateful for everybody who has the knowledge, the skills, the talent right. to go for it and do something about it. And uh, we are grateful for them. Um, so according to the news, uh, Pfizer says their Corona vaccine today, they put out that it is more than 95% effective. Mm-hmm. And um, Moderna says theirs is 94.5% effective. Mm-hmm. And so on my way here today to record this, I was mm-hmm. listening to um, my news briefings and there was a doctor from the Baylor College of Medicine here in Houston. Mm-hmm. And um, he mentioned that there are very few vaccines out there that are this effective. Mm-hmm. You know, when the virus first started, they mentioned that, you know, even if the virus was 60% effective, mm-hmm. they were going to move forward with it. Mm-hmm. And to have something that's 90% effective is amazing. I think yeah. he said the only other virus that's 90% or over 90% effective is mm-hmm. the measles virus. Okay. And you have to get it twice yeah. in order for it to be that effective. Well, you do have to get this vaccination twice, too. It's within a month mm-hmm. period of time. Okay. So both the Pfizer and Moderna, you get one and then you get another one 30 days later. Okay. I think the only one that's up and coming 
or also in the race is Johnson and Johnson, mm-hmm. and that one is just a one shot series, so that's uh, also hopeful. Yeah. Um, but both of them is one to one. I mean, it's within one month. He still has two dose shots. Yeah. Um, but the only issue was, I guess it's not an issue, but the only major thing that I find with the Pfizer vaccine is that it has to be like less than eighty degrees below zero so basically negative 80 degrees so as far as like for storage for storage so as far as storage in that transporting that what does that really look like and then having to wait another 30 days to get your second dose Mm. shot what does that look like because you then have to trust that you know whatever facility distribution Mm -hmm. center they held it at the right yeah at the right temperature so Um, is it just the Pfizer one because i feel like i was listening something the other day and maybe it was the moderna one mm -hmm. about like it didn't need to be kept at below zero temperatures so it was going to make for it to be easier to distribute because of the yeah the moderna one is just negative four degrees okay so you can use your commercial refrigerator for that and then you can also store it in a, like a regular fridge yeah. for up to five days. So that's, I mean, that one is also very like high contended right now mm-hmm. because just it doesn't have the storage issue as the Pfizer one would have. Yeah. But also the thing is like the vaccinations are not interchangeable. So if you get the Pfizer one, you have to get the Pfizer, the Pfizer one second dose and, and the same with the Moderna. So unless you get the Johnson and Johnson one, which is then just one dose. But so, I, I don't know the effectiveness of the Johnson and Johnson one yet. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, I'll definitely like, I know. So I know that these vaccines are going to be pushed through the FDA for like emergency approval Mm -hmm. in order to get them out there quickly for the people that need them. Mm -hmm. So healthcare workers, people of a certain age. Mm -hmm. However, I do think when it becomes available, I will get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to Dr. I think his name was Dr. Shaw Mm -hmm. from Baylor College of Medicine. Mm -hmm. So the uh, moderator or the interviewer, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call him, Mm -hmm. asked him if he would get the vaccine. And he was like, without hesitation, yes. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't, you know, they might come out with something that's better, mm-hmm. you know, six months from now. But mm-hmm. he's like, right now it's 94%. If it's available, mm-hmm. I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. He was like, maybe I can get the next one after I do this one and it'll be a booster mm-hmm. if it's better or whatever. But I'm, I would definitely get it. I yeah. think I would get it too. Would you get it? I don't know yet. <laughs> and the the worst thing about me not knowing is like I'm supposed to be one of the first people right. to get it. <laughs> You're on the front line. Yeah. So and I'm like I'm I don't think where I work would necessarily mandate people to get it, like have to get it. I think you would just probably have to then just keep wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. However, there are some hospitals that I'm hearing that is, they're, they're going to mandate it? That they're going to mandate it once they have their own physicians or whatever organization do the research. And if uh-huh. they do find that it is effective and cause no pose no dangers, they're going to mandate people to get it. Wow. Which I've heard from, like, you know, a nurse friend of mine that she was like, I guess that's when I'll have to find a new job. I mean, <laughs> because you work like, for a pretty big healthcare hospital system. And does that seem like something they would do? Like, for my system, I don't think that they would do that. Okay. Yeah, I think, like, I don't think they mandate the flu right now. Mm. You just have to wear your mask for, like, six months of the flu season, which sucks. But everybody's wearing a mask right now, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. However, um, with this whole coronavirus, for me, it's not that I don't believe in vaccines. I just want a little bit more data behind it, and I think just the push and the of all of it and the you know vaccines takes years to be made 
And I know we this are is too a, quick for you. Yeah, this was too quick for me. I feel like this is unprecedented situation and Operation War Speed. That was just a awful, awful name for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just cannot get past that. Like, they definitely they should, called it Operation War Speed. They should Warp not speed. have done that. Like that is what at least fifty percent of why I don't want to get this. <laughs> It's all but, about the perception. Yeah, the perception but like, is reality. I'm like, 50, I'm like, worst speed? No. <laughs> but um, like I said, it takes years to make. So for us to have something in six months, why I feel like it's revolutionary. And I think I'm so in awe of the scientists because this really could be as effective as they say. But I just don't want to be one of the people on the front lines. Cause some people get it. Then I come back in a year or two and... Tell you if I want to get it. Like, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> well, technically, when you really think about it, the front line people are the people that are testing it, right? Like, I wonder, I mm-hmm. always wonder how they yeah. pick their test subjects. Like, that's the true front line right now. Like, mm-hmm. they going through all the shit that mm-hmm. we don't want to go through, mm-hmm. whether it's the chills, the yeah. shakes, yeah. you know. And the placebo, yeah. don't even have it. But yeah, then getting having then COVID. Then get coronavirus yeah. because they got... Because <laughs> they, they got the placebo exactly. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. You know, I think, I hope the masses buy into it like I understand that there are going to be some people who have a hesitation yeah but I need the majority of people the masses has to buy into yeah. it like we have to have at least 70 to 75 percent to get it I, I I remember getting upset when there was a whole wave of black people saying that they wouldn't be a part of the testing mm-hmm. and I I feel like I got where that's coming from because it seemed like the meat the news and while I'm not like a fake news person mm-hmm. I understand that the media blows things out of proportion so the media was reporting it like they were only trying to test it on black people and it's like that's not the case like any scientific study Mm -hmm. needs to have an array of test subjects in order to understand how it's going to affect different people Mm -hmm. there needs to be variables and there needs to be constants Mm -hmm. and you can't have a drug that's only been tested on white people because when a black person takes it there's going to be some unknown side effects that they weren't prepared for because black people didn't test yeah, I see what you're saying, and definitely that was the case because they were just asking for diversity. Right. Um, however, people took it the wrong way. The way it was reported. But however, there were some reports when this all first started of that some they scientists wanted to test it on Africans. that want, they wanted to test it on Africans. Yes. And I think that in combination yes. with the push of the media, phrasing yes. it the wrong way, just created a whole uh, negative review of I'm not about to be <laughs> I agree I'm about to not about to be a guinea pig so I agree with that and it's it's unfortunate because like true scientists and the mm-hmm. way science works yeah you need a variety you need a what is it like a test population that reflects the actual population yeah. of the world you mm-hmm. we need black people to test we need white people indians asians everything mm-hmm. but anyways i digress so <laughs> i will get this vaccine but i'll mm, i'll just be a year later okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just not trying to get it right now i'll probably get it catch somewhere. me in the summer next year after i see nobody okay, see that's what i think i'll get it sometime like about may or june yeah, next year give me about close to a year i'll think about it i'm just not gonna be the healthcare worker that they was like <laughs> we'll go no no i'm not gonna be the first sorry yeah but anyway we're gonna move from honorary mentions to this week this week on news blog and commentary so speaking of coronavirus yeah jeremiah not well you know I... is yeah. that him 
I think so. Or yeah. take you to bed, bed, bed. <laughs> no, that's not Jeremiah. Who's that there? Oh, what is that guy's name? Oh, what's his name? That's not Jeremiah though. I feel like that is Jeremiah. Take you to bed, bed. Yeah. No, that's not Jeremiah. I mean, I could be wrong. Let me see. Jeremiah, artist. Let's see, Jeremiah, the artist. While we're looking up his big hits. Um, is in like intensive. Jay care. Holiday was the bad Ah, one. you're yeah. right. All right, Jay yeah. Holiday. Because I had a crush on him. That's how I knew it was <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> so Jeremiah is in the ICU. Mm-hmm. He is apparently very, very, very sick mm-hmm. with COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. which I'd like to point out to make sure that everybody knows is the disease that comes from the coronavirus. Okay, mm-hmm. so you can have coronavirus and not have COVID-19. Okay, speak on it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, uh, so he is very sick from COVID-19 in the ICU. Mm-hmm. So prayers up to him. You yes, for sure. No, just prayers up to him. Because I know uh, somebody in his camp did give an update on some kind of um, news channel or you know radio station. And they were just saying they really just wanted people to literally stop, drop, and actually pray for him. If you're going to say you're going to pray for him, pray for him. Mm. So, you know, I've prayed for him a couple of times already because, you know, so seriously, just pray for people because right. everybody needs it, especially right now. And I can't imagine what his mother is going through, people who love him is going through. And it, this seems to be very critical as an ICU um, they, I don't know if it's on ventilator or what that looks like, but this is all serious. So... Just pray for him. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are so many people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think about it because for a while, you know, they talk about how um, most of the population of people stricken with COVID-19 are passing from COVID-19 mm-hmm. or elderly or have underlying conditions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that Jeremiah had any of those things, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. there's a lot of anti-maskers and uh pandemic people out there and mm-hmm. it's like this is real you yeah. know and it can affect anyone i think mm-hmm. i am very i not i think i am very grateful mm-hmm. to have not you know me too come down mm-hmm. uh and been very sick or been stricken with this and yeah. you know with this debilitating disease and people are just dying yeah. and the fact that it has effects on the body, even after you recover, mm-hmm. you know, new cardiac arrhythmias and, yeah. you know, even mental brain and mental uh, capacity. Yeah. Just the complications alone from coronavirus can, cause you may be negative, but all the complications still cause you to die anyway, because it was just so, it took such a ravage in your body. So, yeah. But for Jeremiah, they did want this to be like a testimony to God uh, when he does pull through, because that's what we're yeah. believing. So, really just I'm looking at uh, an article now says he's 33 years old mm-hmm. and had no underlying conditions, yeah. and he's on a ventilator. Yeah. So, girl, it's, it's too much, because you just don't know. You don't know how it's going to affect you. That's why we just all need to take this masking seriously and now that we're closer to the holiday season and we all gonna visit our families and i know the media is saying don't visit your family but i really just want to see my family mm-hmm. and it's like what do you do you either literally stop your life and do nothing and stay nothing. home or really still might try to balance and live your life and just pray for the best so it's really just it's kind of a no-win situation um yeah but we just have to be 
very careful and still take it seriously and take the safeguards that we know to take, even though it might not look perfect for yeah. everybody. So, absolutely. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with you, T. Yeah. And so, prayers up for Jeremiah, everybody. Just, mm-hmm. just keep him in your prayers. His family wants it. And we know that prayer works. For sure. That's a fact. What else is happening? Okay, so how about this? How about this, you guys? Michael B. Jordan was named the sexiest man alive by People magazine. Mm. Mm. (laughs) I mean, he is very is attractive, but but would I say he's the sexiest man alive? No. Mm, No. But I don't know who I I mean. My, my husband. <laughs> That's the sexiest man alive to me is. But she but really, has to say that. But, <laughs> but celebrity wise, let me think. Like, who do I think is like so sexy? You know who's gonna forever be sexy? Cool. It's Morris Chestnut. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh my goodness. And, and until had, he dies, he's gonna be the sexiest man alive. I had a, alive. a picture of him in my background computer when I was younger. And my dad was like, "Who's that man?" <laughs> African I'm like, it's a celebrity dad. It's a celebrity, nobody, just somebody on TV. I, um, yeah, you know, I don't know that I have anyone that I mm-hmm. would call sexiest man alive, mm-hmm. but I do not agree. It for that Michael B. Jordan is not to say that he is not sexy. He yeah. is sexy with yeah. his brown skin stuff, yeah. but he just don't like do it for me. Yeah, you know? Now, listen, Michael B. Jordan, should I ever meet you? <laughs> please hit on me i would like say yes in a heartbeat mm-hmm. but like if you hit on me and then morris chestnut hit on me <laughs> i'm gonna go with morris chestnut <laughs> and then like call you if we have a bad time well, he don't want you then he's like nah i'm good i'm kidding i'm kidding michael b jordan because people magazine might not name me sexiest woman alive yeah. but they might maybe but they might though but, but they might not <laughs> But maybe there's some other qualities that they're looking at in Michael B. Jordan to have named because him it seems the sexiest like, man alive. I think his year would have been, well, what's he been doing lately? You know, it's like mm-hmm. Black Panther and didn't Creed come out the same year or right behind yeah. it? Mm-hmm. It seemed like his year that he was popping, popping. But I, wasn't it it last year too? Didn't it win it last year too? Let me look that up. See, there are some men that when they're named sexiest man alive, mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, you right. Mm-hmm. Like if they name... um. What's the boy's name? Who plays Thor? Oh, my God. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. my God. You name Chris Hemsworth, Sexiest Man Alive? Yeah. Yeah, he's sexy. <laughs> I love me some Thor. You know? Yeah. They, you name Ryan Gosling. I know I'm naming a lot of white men right now. Yeah. But <laughs> you name Ryan Gosling, Sexiest Man Alive, I'm with it. You name Lance Gross, Sexiest Man Alive, I'm Lance with Gross. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, name yeah, Morris yeah, Chestnut, sure. Sexiest Man yeah. Alive forever until he dies, I'm definitely yeah. fucking First with of it. all, I feel like, you know, people sleep on my, uh, Morris Chestnut so much. Period. <laughs> Your movies and everything. Like, I feel like he should be a bigger star than he is because it's fine as fudge. That, Like, man, literally. I'll so, I don't it. understand it. fine as fuck. <laughs> I, I'm trying to use good words. I know. I know. I like, oh, you know who was the sexiest man alive in 2019, which I did not agree with, did not agree with, <laughs> was John Legend. I'm like, really? Uh, not at all. Oh, yeah. A lot of people were mad about that. Yeah. I'm like, What? I'm like, who's naming these things? <laughs> like, I don't. You know who's the Idris Alba? <laughs> you know, 
That yes. could be the sexiest man See? alive. And it ain't got, it has like mm-hmm. nothing to do with like, like, yes, Idris Elba is fine yeah. as fuck. Like, yeah. you know, but like, he's also got that swag yeah. and he's got that skin. It's a combination. And he's got that accent. It's a combination. And uh, he does like those uh, movies. And where, the accent. And he's always in a <laughs> what, nice suit. What calls with the accent? You know? Ah. You and don't so, even know. Like, yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Like, Michael yeah. B. Jordan, I'm just not really agree with. But also, yeah, it looks like it's somebody's brother. Like, I just don't. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. Michael B. Jordan's in the room. Like, I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would have been look, like, yeah, who's here? Michael yeah, B. Jordan just would, walked in. I would have been like, so anyway, my yeah. week was like exactly. <laughs> I would kick it with him. We'll have a conversation. Kiki, ha ha, bye. bye. Nice to meet you. Like, okay, Killmonger. Bye. Yeah, I just wouldn't be like, oh my, I can't control myself because the sexiest man alive just walked in the room. No, that's not done it for me at all. So that yeah. is it. Just I'll be walking to the room. <laughs> See, The Rock was sexy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love if was. The Rock walks into the room, girl, yes. Yeah. Whoever I'm talking yeah. to is about to get <laughs> super ignored, okay? Yeah, it's like the wrong walk. Even the Brad Pitt, when he was sexiest man alive, I get that one. No, oh, who's my oh, Chris guy? Hemsworth was sexiest man alive at one point. Yes, Chris. Yeah. So it's like. That's so many Even sexy. Johnny Depp. Like, I get why Johnny Depp would be sexiest man alive. Now, he's in Broadway. Who was, who was in Titanic? That's Leonardo my, DiCaprio. That's my boo. Leonardo. I've had dreams about Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yes. yes. Sex, Chris Hemsworth was sexiest alive. man alive in 2014. Yeah. Let's see. Who else is there? I don't know about Adam Levine. I don't really get but that But I just want to also say my husband is the sexiest man alive. Yeah, yeah. You got to say that. And I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> David Beckham was sexiest man alive oh, yeah, at one point. Yeah. I, I, we could go with that. Even sure. I can understand um, Ooh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay, so a lot of people used to shit on Ryan Reynolds. Or no. not shit on him, but they didn't give him his I props. I gotta remember who I Ryan Reynolds I love is. me some Ryan Reynolds. And also, let me state that I love his wife, Blake Lively. But Ryan oh, yeah, Reynolds... Yeah, he's a cutie. Definitely can be a sexiest man But alive. I don't think he's sexiest man alive. Oh, my gosh. After, and especially after Deadpool. He's a cutie. We'll go with cutie. So, anyways. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is sexiest man. It's like, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Congratulations, yes. Michael B. Jordan. Somebody finds you a sexiest man alive. I mean, he sure. is sexy. Yeah. But sexiest? <laughs> <laughs> but they also thought John Legend was sexiest. Yeah, I don't yeah. even understand that at all. Like, Some, I think he had something going on that year. Maybe it was just him uh, and Chrissy giving Donald Trump the no, blues. I no, think, I think Chrissy makes John Legend be the sexiest man That's alive. probably true. Because she spikes, like, she, she hypes that man up and makes him seem like gold. But, like, he's really <laughs> not sexiest man alive. I'm sorry. Maybe it's because he's a good father and a good husband. Yeah, he's a great man, I'm sure. He's but a I good just, man, so his good manliness, That's manhoodness. what I'm saying. They have to be looking at other qualities. You know? Yeah. Well, let's talk about this election, man. It's still <sighs> it's still recent because uh, Donald Trump still won't agree that he lost. So. He will not concede. You it's know. okay. As soon as the officials, like, as soon as it's certified and he mm-hmm. is, and the officials say it's set, then it's Didn't set. Didn't they already did that? No, like, okay, so all the election officials in the states have uh, said mm-hmm. that, you know, whatever mm-hmm. was called for whoever was legitimate, and that's what it is, yeah. and the recounts were done. But there, there is an extra step. There's, like, a next step that has to happen mm-hmm. in order for, like, him to just be like, 
fuck it, I lost. Yeah. And I don't think it's happened yet. Not that it won't but happen. But he knows he lost because every state that he's suing in has rejected his lawsuit. Yeah. They themselves have withdrawn from so many lawsuits. And then, in addition, some of the places that he wanted to recount, he would have to pay like some of like $8 million in like one state And alone. we know he ain't got it. And so if you don't <laughs> have it, it's soliciting money from his supporters to try to pay for some of this stuff or to line his pocket before he leaves because then you know it's about to be sued as soon as he leaves that's part of why he doesn't want to go because this all this lawsuits yeah. are waiting exactly on him. a friend of mine um i agree with him because mm-hmm. he was like as soon as donald trump leaves mm-hmm. office he's facing jail <laughs> he's facing he lawsuits he's not gonna get no money yeah. like nobody's gonna support him and i think i mean at least you know all the people that are publicly supporting him now mm-hmm. as soon as we get back to politics as usual yeah then that's whatever his you know ignorant ass rhetoric was mm-hmm. is out the door yeah so, sure. um, but yeah, he won't concede. I mean, no. the, the many times that he said he's won this election, it's like, <laughs> sir, 250,000 people have died from the coronavirus. Exactly. And all you're tweeting about is the election. He doesn't care about this coronavirus. And the fact that y'all still want him to keep working after he lost the election. Yeah. <laughs> silly ones. I'm just mad that he won't do this transition. Okay. So tell me about your election night. Were you at home or you were uh. working? Like the night of the yeah, election? Yeah, the, the, the night that the election was, the votes were being tallied and they were on... Like the know. first night? That, like, election day? Yeah, November So, 3rd. I was working, but I came home to watch it. But uh-huh. then, when I, it was taking too long, I went to bed um, by 10.30, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad that I went to bed because if I had stayed up... It would have looked like Donald Trump was winning. Yeah. But then by the time I woke up, he, uh, Joe Biden was in the lead. Joey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my nickname for Joe. Come on, Joey. Joey. It said, like, Joey was in the lead. So I was happy. So it gave me, like, hope why some people were kind of down. Yeah. The people that watched it on election night thinking Donald Trump was going to win. So I was very hopeful since I always saw him in the lead. So yeah. when we called it, I was like, I was still, like, scared, of course. But then, like, when it was he was coming out with the multiple press conference, I'm like, this man knows something we don't know. Because <laughs> he's acting real presidential right now. Yeah. So he must know something we don't know. So that kind of made me feel more confident that he, he was going to win. I um I didn't watch the election coverage. Like, I was yeah. watching. I was streaming Netflix. Mm-hmm. And um I had it up. I had, like, CNN. Google and MSNBC up on my laptop and I just kept like letting the page refresh Mm -hmm. refresh every Mm -hmm. now and then and it was funny because they all had different like electoral numbers Mm -hmm. senate numbers and house of representative numbers Mm -hmm. so I kept looking at each of them like Google the Google election results were calling things before CNN and mm-hmm. MSNBC did. Mm-hmm. And I, and so they had Joe Biden in the lead mm-hmm. always. Oh, really? And I was like, like they called Virginia way before any of the news oh, sites nice. called Virginia. And like Virginia was only at like 60% of the count. Yeah. And I was like, well, CNN, and yeah. MSNBC haven't called it, Google so must I don't know. know. Yeah, I know they got a future teller over there. <laughs> so I <laughs> was a little Cleo, nervous. Call me now. And then somewhere <laughs> around eleven thirty, myself, I was like, I'm going to bed because this is so stressful. Yeah, yeah. And so I remember the next morning waking up like, oh my god, Donald Trump probably run this, yeah. won this race. I didn't even want to look at my phone. Uh-huh. And then I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, they're still counting votes. Yes, yeah, I'm so glad I have a bedtime because <laughs> once my bedtime came through, I was like, no, I'm not See, doing. 
someone does. I don't have a bedtime, which is Uh so funny about me going to bed at 1130. You Mm -hmm. know, I'd be up. Yeah. So, um, and then the next couple of days were the same. Every morning Mm -hmm. I woke up like Donald Trump's president. I just know it. And it was like, nope, not yet. And I was like, cool. Yeah. And then when Saturday came and it called it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was like, I was on my second nap on Saturday at 1030 when they called it. And then my phone was blowing up. And my uh, my siblings and my family group chat, I was like, you won? I was like, yeah. You know what's so funny? No one texts me. Like I people, texted you. Did you text me and say that he was president? In the WhatsApp. In the group me? Yeah. I felt like I saw it and I was like, folks been texting me this whole lecture. Ain't no, nobody going to text me who But won? I did text you. Check the time I texted okay, you. Okay, maybe you did. I, I was like. I did in our group chat. I was like, ain't nobody just go Like, clearly yeah. I had saw it as mm-hmm. it happened. But yeah. I was like, so no, ain't nobody going to text me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, but um, it was a crazy couple of days yeah. there. But it's still silly because it won't transition properly for Joe Biden to come in. So, oh, yeah, no, he's not doing that the, now. Like, Joe Biden is saying, like, there's so much information yeah, that, that he, he needs, needs to know. Yeah. And he's not getting <laughs> that you information. And that man is not going to get that information. He's going to be first day in office trying to be briefed on everything because <laughs> Donald is petty. So that <laughs> we know about Donald. So especially because I'm surprised. Like, I feel like if he goes home for the holidays or something, Wherever he goes for the holidays, he's not coming back to the White House. So I hope he packs his stuff up. And just... Oh, yeah, you did text at 10.40 a.m. We have a president yes, elect. You're I right, sure you did, did text. I sure did. But that's that. We're glad that, you know. Oh, yeah, and I said I can breathe. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, you were text. You're right. You're I'm right. glad I'm that Joe Biden. How do you feel about Kamala? Kamala. Kamala Harris. Kamala. As uh, the pri- vice president. You know, I'm I'm supportive of it. I'm yeah. happy about it. Mm-hmm. You know, love to see a black woman at the top. Especially because she can actually be president. I'm like, because yeah. Joe Biden is 78. <laughs> yeah, she's paving the way. Yeah, and, you know, cause... I do think I wholeheartedly believe representation matters. Mm-hmm. And I do think that black women are the savior of a lot. I'm not yeah. saying that we saved this election. I think, you know, it took a lot we of people. We greatly helped. We greatly helped. But it took a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, besides black people yeah, for to sure. get all Joe people. Biden um, elected. Because yeah, all people. if you look at it, um, there were a lot of black men who voted for Donald Trump this time. Uh, and there were... When I see patients that are black watching Fox News <laughs> here in Texas, I'd be so confused. There were there were more black people so confused. that voted for Trump this time around than last mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And what that showed to me is that racism, although it's real, mm-hmm. is not a deciding factor no. for anything when mm-hmm. it comes to like votes. Mm-hmm. Like people are not voting based off of Race. racist yeah. or racism or mm-hmm. race that's happening a in this world. A lot of it is on their pockets. It's, yeah, it's all money. Finances. It is yeah. all it well not all, but it yeah. is like mostly Majority money related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people don't even um one of my news briefings I was listening to on the way over here, they were talking about how like, you know, they didn't expect white women, especially suburban mm-hmm. white women uh, you know, all the polls show that suburban white women were on the side of uh, Biden. Mm-hmm. But 55% of white women but voted I knew for that. Donald Trump. I, I knew that, that too because I am not fooled by yeah. the statistics. The, a lot, there's a lot of Karens in the world. So. And there are so many Karens, undercover yeah. Karens. Mm-hmm. And then there are so many women yeah. who follow their husband's politics, mm-hmm. you know? Like, 
that's Granted, what they talk about at the dinner yeah, table. Yeah, that's what they talk about mm-hmm. at home. And uh, and then, but also, um, the news briefing made a good point of just, of stopping, of we need to stop seeing women mm-hmm. as like, you know, this subset of voters. Like yeah. women vote like men, mm-hmm. you know, they vote based off yeah. of the things that matter to them, mm-hmm. not because they're women with vaginas. And like couples they are vote people. together. So like, I know yeah. I went voting with my husband, so... I can just imagine you already talked about right. what you're gonna vote for, especially because that would cause discord in the, in the house. Yeah, so yeah, but I do think we got to stop thinking like, oh, women care about this and women no, care about that. Don't. No, women are just human beings, yeah. and they care about things that speak to them. Mm-hmm. They don't care about things that speak to their uteruses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Which I don't understand why it's even separate. But whatever. Right, right. We yeah. should yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to stop separating. Mm-hmm. It is just voters it's mm-hmm. not male voters and female mm-hmm. voters it is just voters it exactly. ain't even black voters and white mm-hmm. voters it's just straight yeah. up voters even the A hispanic vote expected oh girl this yeah the hispanic mm-hmm. vote like so That's, it's not about race it's not about race it's, it's not about money. what people say about you or being right. hispanic or being people of color or anything like that because we know Donald Trump's have said a lot of things about a lot of people. Yeah, and, and it and does it, not and change. He has done things against a specific population of people, so, particularly Hispanics, with the whole jailing of kids and all that stuff. And still, not. I mean, there's still a lot of Hispanics that voted for Donald Trump. So, you know, really, like you said, like, there's so many multifactorial things for why an individual vote. So, it, it's kind of hard to. Bl- Place it by race. They even gender. say that like Arizona went blue because of the remarks he made about John McCain. Mm-hmm. You're like that has nothing to do with white, black, yes. male, female. You know, and just because you disrespect the one of our own, right? Was that yeah? You know, and now, but in the case of Georgia, mm-hmm. yes. Now the black vote definitely yeah. counted there mm-hmm. because it was the mobilization and the registration of black voters, especially in Clark County and, yeah. you know, all those in that metropolitan area. But if it area. was all in the whole of Georgia, it still would have been Donald Trump. But it was, right. like you said, those specific urban cities were right. being mobilized to get the vote. Right. So, so that we, made a difference. I think politicians, pollsters, statisticians, is that how you say I feel like pollsters really... Well, they really need to change how yeah. they um, I gather I feel like they've been getting it lo- wrong a lot. I they almost get it feel so like wrong. they don't almost matter anymore. We thought Hillary Clinton was going to be Yeah, I feel like they all don't the matter anymore because they lead you in the wrong way, it feels right. like even. So. Well, it's, they look at the wrong things. Mm-hmm. They they look at the wrong demographics. Yeah. And I think they really need to take this election mm-hmm. and like analyze it. And the past two it. elections. The past two elections, mm-hmm. you're right. Analyze it and really see what it is that's driving people. Yeah. It's like we've been talking about at work, we're changing how we're doing things in mm-hmm. the nonprofit sector. Yeah. At my job and it's like, um... You know, we come from this mindset of, like, that community is a problem. Mm -hmm. We're going to tell them they're the problem and Mm -hmm. we're going to fix it. Mm -hmm. Instead of going into the community and Mm -hmm. understanding what it is that the community wants to see change or something. And I think that's, you could take that and apply it to the pollsters. Like, Mm -hmm. stop saying, you can't tell Mm -hmm. the demographic what it is that they care about. You Mm -hmm. need to ask the demographic Mm -hmm. what they care about Mm -hmm. and then draw your conclusions from those, you know, those answers that you get and then produce some polls or some stats around that instead of skin tone and chromosomes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's old. So on to the next, they need to revamp. Well, I'm just (laughs) glad that we don't have to listen to Donald Trump much longer. 
But you do realize his votes rose in all those demographics. He had more white suburban women vote for him this time than 2016. He had more black men vote for him Mm -hmm. this time than 2016. Mm -hmm. More black women. More Hispanic voters, mm-hmm. more of this, more of each, yeah. more of each sector. Not enough, but well, more. what I do want to say about Joe Biden is that for me, just in the coronavirus age of things, how they were able to mobilize people mm-hmm. and have the most amount of votes than any other electoral, like to me, that is unprecedented, and like. That has to do somewhat with how Donald Trump was operating, but also it's a lot of kudos to how they were able to draw the public out. Because this is a pandemic. This is was the perfect excuse for people to stay in and mm-hmm. not vote. And for them to not be mm-hmm. able to like go out the same way or right. have the rallies or have people be present, the, you know, the same ways that you did yeah. in previous years. So for them to still have the amount of people show up to vote, like that to me is just extraordinary because yeah. I really didn't think there was like, even though I know there was a lot of people were going to vote, I didn't think this amount of people was going to show up to vote right. so, or even how they were rallying or energizing people to vote. Yeah. So just to see this was really uh, kudos to him because I, I know it was, it was definitely not a, yeah. on the challenge like they went above and beyond you're right so because historically republicans always show out right yeah conservatives the mm-hmm. that party always shows out it'd be the democrats who either are lazy or don't care mm-hmm. enough not lazy you know that's like calling myself lazy but yeah. still you know thinking everybody don't else is going to handle it mm-hmm. yeah we don't mobilize yeah. in a way that republicans always been passionate with their nonsense yeah. they <laughs> build it up and everything right yeah so you're right like joe biden and his and our team were able to mobilize but we also like that's a little thanks to donald trump too like if yeah. he wasn't as terrible <laughs> as he is people yeah. might not have but shown up to vote against also him. we had a lot of protests a lot of young people protested mm-hmm. in the streets but we still had low record numbers of young people voting mm-hmm. which i still find that to be a problem because <laughs> You in the street, ready to get killed, but you can't go to the polls and cast your vote. Like to me, that's really confusing. Right. So that still has to change because it's like, in order for real change to happen, you need to elect the people that you want to see in right. office to represent you. So you know, what? Uh, it didn't change much this year. So that was very disappointing too. You know what? One one of the most egregious things about this election was mm-hmm. Kanye West <laughs> voting for himself. <laughs> The first time he's ever freaking voted. I love it. Like, how have you never voted before <laughs> in any election? And I, then you're on I the ballot in this election. Speaking about Kanye West, because I used to be very do, vocal you know, but look about at Kanye this. West. Okay. But Kanye West has issues. It does not matter. I think that is the most egregious and audacious thing to even put out there. I've never voted before. But and the first time I vote, Ill. I voted for myself. Nigga, you don't even know how the voting process works. You don't even know what politics is about because you've never been involved. He knew enough to get his name on that ballot. (laughs) He signed Kanye West over 200,000 times. He knew how to get himself on that ballot to know enough. Ridiculous. I thought that was so... I was offended. You know, I've I've been so back and forth in my emotions about Kanye West that I decided not to have any emotions on Kanye West. So for me... 
But Kanye West is mentally ill. That is my explanation for everything Kanye he West. He's only like off the rails when he's off his medication. Yeah, so he's mentally ill. There's medication that stabilizes that. So he was stable leave, enough to I'm get himself leave on the ballot. alone, okay? And he Kanye only West, recognized his mental illness within the last five years. Kanye West he speaks to the culmination of everything good and bad about people. He could have voted. Okay, Kanye West has a lot of great things about him. He could have voted musically talented. He is a genius when it comes to music. However, he's also very, very he voted at torn in life. So he could have been. <laughs> Let voted. me make my excuses for Kanye West. See, that's the problem <laughs> with women today making no, excuses for these. I, men. I used to be real vocal about Kanye West, but when we saw breakdowns after breakdowns, real public, I had to give the man. I had to give the man grace. Okay, we're giving the man. He grace. only started having breakdowns in the past like five years since yeah. his mama died. Yeah, he could have voted before then. Well. Give the man some grace, okay? You don't know what it was going through, you know. Give the man some grace. I know what he's going through. He put it in song. We don't know Kanye West's life, you know. Yeah, he got hit in a car crash. His jaw was wired shut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I produced it. Kanye West is ill. Leave him alone. Okay, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I, just, I said it earlier, guys. Live ye without sin, cast the first stone. Yeah. I got my own issues. I'm yeah. not chastising. I just can't believe that he ain't never voted before. Yeah, and then got the nerve to run for I president. I think we should just keep um, praying for Kanye without West. understanding the political because process. Kim might divorce him anytime now. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> She is tired of it. She is tired of it all. So let's leave Kanye West alone. He got. He probably has more that he's gonna be going through. So <laughs> let's leave the man alone. Well, next one is Megan The Stallion is releasing her debut album, Good News, uh, on Friday, which I'm very excited for because. Um, yeah, I, I was real confused about the fact that it was like her debut album because she's had multiple albums out before. So the fact that this is her debut album, I had to literally research to find out how it was indeed her debut album. But so I guess it is the her other debut album? album. Okay, let me pull it up on title. Because what was the one? It's the one with, um, oh, what's the song I really like? Um... Jeez. Oh, Simon Says. I like Simon yeah. Says. So she's had several albums. Oh, she's had... Okay. So oh. I think this was probably mixtapes. Make It Hot. And then she had Tina Snow. Tina Snow was definitely a mixtape. A mixtape. And then she had Fever. So I thought Fever was an album. I thought Fever was an album too, but... How many songs are on it? There was 14 songs. So See, that's an album. How is it not an album? Anyway, next. Then she had Sugar. And Sugar was... Hum- Ooh. Let me not play it. Okay, I thought I was about to play. <laughs> Sugar was nine songs, so maybe that was an EP. But like, yeah. So at this point, because there used to be a clear distinction between EPs, albums, and mixtapes. And now like, I don't see the distinction. I was I had to research, and it still kind of didn't make sense. I know, like, okay, so a mixtape is like you're not supposed to sell, you know, because you use a lot of other people's beats without clearing it with mm-hmm. them first. You know, it was just you rapping over a mixtape. Mm-hmm. And then an EP, I thought, was just like a short version of an album featuring a few singles. But even her mixtape, I felt like they were original soundtracks. Like, right. I don't think any of them were. So I still don't get it. But regardless, she's releasing an album tomorrow. So we'll see what it entails. But I expect great things because it's Megan Thee Stallion and I like her music. So an EP is supposed to be a mini album. 
Mm -hmm. um, musical recordings that contain more tracks than a single, but usually unqualified as an album. Mm -hmm. But how can either of those be EPs? Because, I don't know. But you know what? I fuck with you, Megan Thee Stallion. I love you, girl. So I'm down. I'm gonna listen, of course. One of the first tracks or something like that is called Shots Fired, so... Who's that about? I don't know, right? We'll find out Friday. I feel like it's either about her but old she's, representation. She's, she's made a lot of enemies very quickly, but I feel like when you rise to the top, you make a that lot happens, of enemies. Yeah. yeah, And I don't know if she made enemies or people Who hating on hated her because on her, they right. can't feed on her Right, anymore. so there's like Carl Crawford, her mm-hmm. old representation. Yeah. There's Erica Banks, the new mm-hmm. chick that Carl mm-hmm. Crawford is like. Actually, you know what? I don't Bust dislike it. Erica. Bust yeah, I actually kind of like the song. song. <laughs> yeah, I don't dislike Erica Banks, so yeah. shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's What's his name? Who shot her? What's his name? Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. Who just pled not guilty yeah. to shooting her. So Somehow I want to hear the explanation. I want to hear that explanation. And then there's her best friend, Kelsey, who they aren't best friends anymore. Yeah, I wonder what happened with that. It all happened because of the shooting. But I wonder what the story, why your best friend would have been your best friend after a shooting that you were the victim. Right, right. So you know what I don't like about the Megan Thee Stallion shooting yeah. thing? There is like no explanation. no no explanation like yeah. and they keep talking about it so much so but yeah, Tori don't talk, says say a lot nothing. Megan says a lot Kelsey says some things and but no one don't say what, what actually is. happened yeah right I need a play by play and then she got out right. of the car and then she was walking and right. Tori said this and it was like what and then and it was like her. Bow, bow, bow. yeah and we were like what why did you do that for and then the police came and yeah. then like I need a play by play like that I don't. They talk too much. They both have like the Instagram live and nobody says nothing nobody about nothing. Nobody says nothing. But still have like an hour long right. conversation about the shooting. And it's kind of annoying. Like I get, so I would much prefer you say nothing or you say everything. Yeah. And the, the best friend said little... she was depressed after the shooting. Right. And the truth is going to come out. And I'm then like, they, dra- like, they say Kylie Jenner and it's like, what about Kylie? Kylie, Kylie was just minding her business. She just invited y'all to a party. Like. Right, I'm and then just, there, and then there's a the whole Hollywood aspect of it. Like mm-hmm. maybe Megan and Stallion don't really belong in Hollywood. Like not not mean? not belong, but like Holly, I am not a fan mm-hmm. of Hollywood mm-hmm. as a theory. Right, yeah. like going out there, changing up who you are at your core in yeah. order to be popular, to fit in, to stay relevant. Yeah, you know, and to put on airs. Mm-hmm. So it's like even if you make it, that doesn't mean you have to move to Hollywood. Yeah. You know? I you feel can- like a lot of things change for her so quickly and like a lot of like hype. Like I feel like then she didn't also have any guidance. Yes, people I agree with that. That could be like, don't her do this, mom don't do is that. Gone, her yeah, grandparents like, are gone. And she's real visual. Like you see her everywhere. And she's very like Instagram, right. Instagram, Instagram, and Instagram live. She got and, she popped so, off super. Yeah, quickly. and I just feel like all of that attention so quickly probably you know just just and doesn't maybe help everything. Quickly, but it's like. When she got hot, like, she was on fire. Yeah. Like, she's still on fire. I yeah. love Megan Stallion, me so too. don't misconstrue this as me hating. Yeah. I just really want to understand. I mean, at this point, and I find myself, I feel like I'm not a person who needs to know what happens in celebrity lives. Because I don't know these people. But all but the I talking know, I around I do really want to know what happened. No. <laughs> well, with her, I'm I do. i nosy. Yeah. With her, I do. Because there's so much talking around it. Yeah. And no talking about it. Yeah. You know, like. So if you're going, 
make it our business, then speak on right. it. Like, you want it to be our business because you keep talking about it, both of y'all. So, and it's like heavy in the news. And too. then it's real confusing because so many people that are involved or somehow involved are saying things that seem contradictory right. or. Or taking sides that right. you don't expect to take sides. So you're like, so what actually happened? Right. You got Doja yeah. Cat taking uh, Tory Lanez off oh, the song. Uh-huh. Oh, no, no, no. She took him off she the song. She took him off the video. Uh, I thought she he said, was in the song, uh, but she did a video for And she didn't release oh, the video. Because yeah, well, that makes had, sense. The song had already been released. But I thought you said she took his side at first. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. She took Megan's like, side. I'm like, this girl just don't care. But huh? you got people taking sides. Yeah. You got friends ain't friends no more. Yeah, that's You got fr- charges being filed against a man who say he didn't do Ooh, it. Yeah. And you have Megan who was clearly shot in the foot. And yeah. there were three people in the car. And she she so, just now said that he offered her money to keep quiet. Right. And now there's extortion. Yeah. So I'm just so <laughs> confused. Yeah, I need to speak on it. And they, I need to make this a live hearing. Okay. At this point, <laughs> we need a movie about it. I need a lifetime reenaction <laughs> of everything that happened from their so friendship all it. the way to the end. That's right. a good two hours special right there. A whole documentary they both about can get paid who and, shot me. Yeah. And they can both come up on and it. And no. you know what? You're right. It all happened so fast. Because yeah. she popped off like 2019. Yeah. We only in 2020. Yeah. She had a whole cycle And then what I like about her is the fact that like she doesn't stop releasing songs. Like she's like, I'm popping. I'm going to keep popping. And I stays relevant. Stay relevant for as long as I can. And you're going to hear a new song from me at least every six weeks. So she was just named GQ's Artist of the Year. And she, which is fitting, because she probably had the most songs of but the year. But people hating on it. Why? Because like they don't think I don't know. People if, hate, even if people we talk hate. about her features and the songs that she's released on her own for this past year and the EP slash albums, <laughs> like, <laughs> like sis has been working. She got shot and she still was working. So what yeah. they mad about? But see, that's the thing. Like in the comments, especially like you know she'll be dancing and be like don't look like she got shot in the foot and it's like yeah she literally posted her foot on Instagram I understand people like Megan Thee Stallion because I'm kind of like that I don't like to be down because I've been depressed before like actually depressed with medication that I know how that is like I don't want to be depressed so for me even if I am going through something I choose to not be depressed because it's like I'd rather not be in the pit of something or even get close to being in a pit I'd rather like just Move and part, you know what I mean, or just like keep keep myself hype or keep myself in good energy, good spirits. Pray about it and like first of all, pray about it and then keep it moving. Yeah, like I'm not trying to be at home crying over stuff. If I argue. With my husband. I'm not home thinking about how I argue with him. <laughs> He's thinking about it. I call, he comes home. I'm like, hey, baby, you still mad? I don't be mad. <laughs> because I got over it. Like, I'm the, I just get over things really quickly because I refuse to be depressed. Yeah. So, for whenever people say how people should react to things, you know, it's really confusing to me. Because it's like, you don't know how people deal right. with something. And you don't know why they chose this coping mechanism right. for why they, they right. adapt to something like that. So... Right. I agree with you. And not on the same topic. I remember I was watching this documentary Mm -hmm. about this woman whose child died Mm -hmm. or husband died or something. And she was convicted of the murder Mm -hmm. because the jury was like, 
well, why is she smiling at the yeah. funeral? And it's mm-hmm. like, you don't know. Maybe she was yeah. remembering good times. Yeah. You, you can't dictate how somebody grieves or yeah. handles stress and or anything like that. Copes with something. Right. Yeah. So I agree with you. Like, yeah. who, you know, if Megan's foot is healed and she want to go out there and play that yeah, cat, exactly. like, like her song say, <laughs> then let her dog yeah. stop. So, what, so what's the point of me? What's the difference of me watching TV at home and out with my friends? Like, I'm going to be having more fun with my friends than just watching TV at home, knowing that I'm okay enough to be out with my friends. Like, I don't get it. I agree. So, so, I don't know why people are really kind of, like, judging how someone should behave in a situation. Like, People insert themselves into things that don't regard them all the time. People are different, except people for who they are. Right. But still tell us what happened, Megan. (laughs) So I mean, no, Megan already said what happened. But she she didn't really. No, she did. She said Tory Lane shot her. That's what she said. Okay. But Tory Lane said he didn't do it. Okay. But he but didn't the say best who friend, did it. The best friend knows something. Yeah, and the best friend ain't really said nothing. She's just and they have they to just get not friends no more. That's the driver, right? Well, I thought Tory Lanez was driving because Megan was in the. I thought Megan was in the passenger seat. I don't know. But there I was, thought it shot her from the back. See, I don't know. There's too many. There's too much. <laughs> somebody, I just need. I'm so confused. I feel like somebody had to be Snapchatting, mm-hmm. IG oh, story in this world of Snapchat. Yeah, I mean to tell me nobody was around right. to catch them. Nobody had the Snapchat. Yeah, going. somebody hey. called the police. Right, somebody called the police. No, they the neighbors called the police because somebody in the neighborhood they called heard, the police because they heard the gunshots. gunshots. Okay, so somebody did shoot something. Yeah. Oh no, Megan was shot for sure, yeah. and there were bullets. And then there, and there's also medical reports that she was shot. And that's why they charged Tory Lanez because the medical reports show say that Tory Lanez shot her, and the medical yeah. reports say that she was shot. <laughs> they don't say Kelsey shot her. Yeah. So I don't know. Ugh. So and Tory Lanez out here vacationing and partying. Like, well, what do you expect the men to do? But no, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. But he's also so he's saying he didn't shoot her, mm-hmm. but then he's also like. Putting out there like he loves her or he wants them to still be able to nah. be friends. Like, if you're lying to me saying I shot you, yeah. I don't love you, I don't want to be friends yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, so that's where the confusing part is. Like, how you... Well, then he also... also, But it's a hard position to be in because he also said, I, I don't want to be the one getting down on her or anything right. like that. I'm not bad-mouthing her, but I'm just saying... Because if I, I watch this Instagram live, so I'm not here to bash her. We were friends. I just want to clear my name, so... But if you say I shot you mm-hmm. in the public arena, but, I am not finna be like... But not, granted, like, I'm not finna mm-hmm. bash you, like... Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say you shot me, T. No, I'm not going to shoot you. I know, but let's say you <laughs> shot me. And I say, T shot me. Then you're like, I ain't shoot her. But you know, like she's saying that's, no, what, that's, no, her, that's her perception. I hope we're still friends. No, like no, if I you would, say I shot you I'm and I say name, you didn't shoot I'm me, gonna I'm going to name the person exactly, that shot you. Exactly, you're going to clear her I'm name. Not, I'm not going to jail for nobody. Especially if like, because I, I feel like they're trying to say that she was drunk. Yeah. And so she don't know who shot her. Well, if you know, tell me who yeah, shot yeah, me, tell bro. Me who shot her. Yeah. <laughs> if you're my friend, you should tell me who right. shot me. Yeah. So anyway. it's all been a confusing ordeal. Shame. And that is so sucks because it's like she's all the success is also in the shadow of who yeah. shot Megan the Stallion. But it keeps her in the public eye. It keeps so? her in the public. Yeah, like but I do don't you think she just wants this attention. I don't think she wants this attention. You know what I think it did? Yeah. I think for a very when she first came out for like so let's say it's been two years. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
70 percent of that two years she was unproblematic no beefs with mm-hmm. nobody people tried to start beefs and she'd be like i don't want that mm-hmm. i have no beef yeah so she had a long run mm-hmm. of being an unproblematic chick from houston which mm-hmm. i think she still is yeah but then the shooting happened mm-hmm. and then like people started doubting her and started talking more shit about her mm-hmm. like at first all people could say was she twerked too much yeah or her rap sound the mm-hmm. same but then this allowed for some doesn't. real mm-hmm. she does but she this, does not sound bad. She sounds, to me, she sounds the same on recordings. Like, I love her freestyles. Her yeah. freestyles be so off the cuff, she so different. No. But I feel like it's every, the same. Every single, is, have you heard that? I'm not talking about the songs. Yeah, but I still, yeah, I like it. I can't say I don't like it. I'm not hating on it, but I think her flow patterns on music that she writes and records, are very similar. Yeah. Like, I don't think it varies much. But then when she freestyles, like mm-hmm. when she's on uh, with Sway mm-hmm. or she's out there freestyling or just mm-hmm. recording something, mm-hmm. like it's super dope. I feel mm-hmm. like her written material never sounds the same as her freestyle material. Yeah. She changes up the, the pattern. So, but I still mm-hmm. fuck with it all. Okay. <laughs> I do not dislike Megan Thee Stallion at all. Like, yeah. she's from Houston. I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I love her. So, there's not much to say. I like women who actually rap. I've always liked rap. You know? I don't like that slow stuff, you know? All right, so, well, you know? That's where we differ. <laughs> you know, I love me some mo- I'm melodic. Like, I'm like, give me the bangers, you know? Let give me, me give me hype, you know? I'm trying to get... <laughs> give me a real smooth, I can ride no, to, smoke to, vibe. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm down. I'm with that occasionally, but I'm like, oh, usually yeah, I'm no. like, you want me to snooze? Is that my what drive you? home, <laughs> my drive home's going to get real melodic. No. <laughs> Especially if I'm driving long distance, I'm like bangers after bangers after I bangers. Especially, especially when you were yeah. like, I don't really like Burner Boy. It's too slow. I was like, okay, I yeah. get it. I get no. it. I love Burner Boy. I need, <laughs> I need my music hype on my level. Okay. Well, the last, um, you know, blog news is the DJ Look Nasty sampling <laughs> of Rain Down on Me, which I think is like complete blasphemy. So. <laughs> I can't, I don't even want to talk about this because I'm still real mad about it, okay? You don't disrespect my God. <laughs> See, here's the thing. He disrespected Kirk Franklin, but it, not God. Well, no, he, disrespect, he disrespected Kirk Franklin's song about God, so therefore, <laughs> he disrespected God. Like, really? I think, I think, I think it definitely, I do agree that it should not have been done. And no. like, I feel like... Unacceptable. It, so I don't know if y'all seen, so it's a, you know, Kirk Franklin has... The song, um, oh, what's the name of the song? Melody. Yeah, Melodies from Heaven is the name of the song. Rain down on me. Rain down on me. Anyways. Melodies. Melodies from Heaven. Okay. Rain down. We're about to catch the Holy Spirit right now. So, DJ Luke Nasty, or Mm -hmm. whoever that is, it's not even a big person. He did, I think he achieved what he set out to achieve. So he took melodies from heaven mm-hmm. and took the rain part. Rain down on me. And then he was talking about some five tens and twenties. So he took that part <laughs> and, <laughs> and sampled it. For like a make it rain stripper song. No, no. And no, no, like no. it blew up. And this just happened today, y'all. Like Today, this morning. And it blew up. Hit the shade room, of course. Kirk Franklin saw it. Of course, responded like he did not 
okay any use of his song like, this, this is way. the only version i've heard and he did his version yeah but a lot of people upset a lot of people are conflicted because mm-hmm. like there's no confliction and, here and see here's the thing this is what this is the funny part about mm-hmm. it to me this is what happens that people don't separate the art from life mm-hmm. in my opinion mm-hmm. so like how people can still listen to r kelly even though he's like a kidnapper, hold mm-hmm. the girls hostage. Well, I stopped mm-hmm. judging about that R. Kelly music because I mean R. Kelly was really in people's like Lucy. Okay, okay. Like I grew up to stuff in the name of the right, Lord. I but was to like, never listen to stuff in the name yes, of love. In my opinion, yes. <laughs> oh my like R. Kelly, and you know, a lot of songs. There are a lot of we're getting off topic, but a lot of R. Kelly produced and wrote a lot of people's songs. So there's so much that we don't even yeah, know. Yeah, so R. Kelly we probably shouldn't be listening to a lot of things. Yes, but some stuff you don't know is R. Kelly. But mm-hmm. then there's like sometimes where like you know R. Kelly and Jay Z had that whole mm-hmm. like I don't know if tour. it was an album or mm-hmm. tour or whatever. Yeah. And like I found myself sometimes I'm working out and like. Jay-Z come on. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then R. Kelly hit the hook. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, ah, oh, shit. It's R. <laughs> so Kelly. So I've been back and forth with that. So at first I was really skipping. Fresh off of the documentary for like a good six, <laughs> eight months. I was skipping. Yeah. But now I'm like, ugh. I still don't listen to But that. I'm like, if something comes on in the mix of something, I don't necessarily skip anymore. Because I'm like, oh, this was a bomb. So the difference between that and this DJ Luke Nasty sampling... Sampling, but, not even like taking the part of the song that has but to this do was with literally, Jesus. This was literally R. Kelly's song that was made about whatever it was. Nobody right. sampled anything. Okay, but I'm saying like uh-huh. the part, the point of separating the music uh-huh. from like life. No, but this song was literally about God. Right, but he didn't take the song, the part of the song about God. It's not he didn't take the rain down on heaven no, melodies from heaven he took the make it rain part no, but when you associate a song about to be about god and somebody started talking about stripper and five tens and twenties no yeah but not no. on the part about heaven it wasn't no. like rain on me from heaven with no. these five tens and twenties no, no, no. <laughs> it was just <laughs> rain no no <laughs> Rain. No, I, no, that's unacceptable. Rain down on bed with five to the twenties on. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hate the song already. It's a horrible song. I've not fully listened to it, but I know it's a horrible song. Because, no. So, anyways, it was blowing up social media today. Yeah. It was funny. It's really it was, disrespectful. It was, it was, I want to say funny. But not like ha ha funny. Like I'm laughing at it now, but I laugh at everything. Yeah, yeah. I especially laugh at things that make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I feel but like you should laugh at things. So yeah. when I first heard it, like I started bobbing my head, and I was like, "Oh wait, what is happening?" Yeah, exactly. And then I was like, "No, no, you see no, how the no, devil no, try to no, come no. block it? Okay, <laughs> block the devil, and it shall flee. Okay." I will say, and I know I'm like doing like devil's advocate right mm-hmm. now but I don't agree with the use of the song yeah, like yeah. if it is a song for the Lord let it be a song for yeah. the Lord there's so many songs you can sample why did you choose that one because I wanted to go viral that's, that's a disrespectful attention seeking wayward part of it it was definitely a clickbait go mm-hmm. viral moment and yeah. it achieved but that's the thing it achieved what he was set out for well, it's gonna answer the guy for that one I'm just saying but he could also ask for forgiveness and well, it would be forgiven true that <laughs> that part because we have a merciful the guy. song even when uh, the beat starts off he says forgive me <laughs> <laughs> no 
Tell me it doesn't. He does. I cannot. I cannot. When it starts off, he says, forgive me. Oh, my goodness. So, it was a thing that happened. (laughs) That's all I have to say on that one. I don't, you know. Even his caption said he needed to chill. But he put it out there. Only God can judge. Only God. But I'm going to still judge and be like, no, that's not okay. You lay you without sin. (laughs) Cast the first stone. I don't agree with that one. I'm going to keep all my stones in my pocket. Yeah, I was just saying. I don't agree with that one. Very clearly. It was agree. very interesting. And so to see that Kirk Franklin responded, I was like, man, he got exactly what he exactly. wanted. Exactly. Now he finna be sampling stuff. It ain't probably it's not, probably won't be another gospel song, but he gonna have people reaching out to him for samples. I At hope, least like I one hope or it's two. not about gospel. Like I just don't like the fact that he used a gospel song. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. Well, look at us. We completed another I feel like there's still so much more to talk about, but... We gotta yeah. wrap it up. It's like an hour and 11 minutes. This is probably our no, shortest, shortest podcast so far. Because <laughs> <laughs> we could just talk for days. We can. We can. We can. But we're going to try to wrap it up and do better. And definitely... Okay. What we, so what we want to do, mm-hmm. because we are approaching the end of 2020. Yes. Uh, it has been a crazy, tumultuous mm-hmm. roller coaster ride yes. of a year, for mm-hmm. sure. For me, mm-hmm. definitely. I've dealt with my own emotions, own self doubt, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily loneliness, but boredom, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. it's just been a lot. And you have to take the time to constantly remind yourself mm-hmm. of the blessings, yeah. even being alive at this stage of 2020 it's november 18th Mm -hmm. that means we've made it like nine months since this pandemic hit the u.s if you're still with us you know and you know um condolences and you know um respect to to those who lost people to Mm -hmm. those who have not made it this far but if you're listening that means you've made it thus far Mm -hmm. and there is some gratefulness and joy to have in that case in recognizing that so we want to leave y'all with some words of affirmation affirmation even though 2020 has been a difficult year for everybody and just even just by watching the news it feels difficult um there's been a lot of blessings still in 2020 like you mentioned yeah so we want to you know wrap it up with like affirmations okay so this one's particular i got it from bible study group Hi, guys. <laughs> so it's about uh, affirmations for health, wealth, abundance, and happiness. And it goes as such. I declare in the name of Jesus that I am blessed with an abundance of prosperity. I am enjoying a debt-free life. I am blessed to be a blessing. I am enriched in everything I do. I am wise with my finances. I am generous with the blessing God has given me. I am a money magnet. I am using the gifts God has given me, and they are prospering me. And uh, I am highly favored of God. I am accomplishing everything God has placed in my heart to do. I am highly proactive. I am courageous in the pursuit of my dreams. I am sensitive to God's timing in my life. I am expecting breakthrough in my life. I am enjoying God's goodness and mercy. I am overwhelmed by God's favor on my life. And I am always in the right place at the right time. I am God's most prized possession. I am fulfilling my destiny. I am talented and gifted with special qualities. And I am thriving in life. I am thriving in life. I am equipped for everything God has for me. 
I am rising above every obstacle. I am patient. I am preparing myself for the next level. Amen. Amen. So just say those things. I mean, pick a few, take them all, say them throughout Mm -hmm. the day. I'm going to ask you to send that to me so I can say them. But these are things that we need to remind ourselves of. God's favor has definitely shone down on us in 2020. Mm -hmm. Any little thing, if you're still working, Mm -hmm. if you still have food, if you're not working and some, you know, there was a program that helped you with rent. If there was someone who assisted you with getting Mm -hmm. food, feeding your children, Mm -hmm. if they're still alive and healthy, all of these are blessings to be counted in life. And right now, the most important, one of the most important things is to be kind to each other. To be Mm -hmm. patient with each other. So that's really what I'm trying to practice because for the last (laughs) four years, we've seen what unkind nature looks like. Absolutely. The atmosphere that it sets for the country and the tone that it sets in your environment. Like you can feel the tension at work or just in general with other people. And we know negativity (laughs) does not win at the end. It does not. Obviously, we just saw it. So... Just be kind to one another, be loving to one another, and just choose positivity and goodness. So, well, that concludes our episode. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This was good. I'm so happy we're back. Keep listening. Yes. Please share Two Glasses Deep. I don't know if we said that earlier, but yes. Two Glasses Deep <laughs> podcast. Yes. We're happy to be back. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, Merry Christmas. I'm sure we'll talk to you before then. Yeah, for sure. But um, everybody keep your heads up. Stay in prayer. All right. Bye.